Shalom everybody, we are now concluding um, Likuta Alachot uh, Section Orachayim Hechot Nefilat Apayim The laws are falling on its face After the Shemona Esra Discourse number 4, paragraph 9 We're now concluding paragraph number 9 um, Rav Nosen wants to, I guess, squeeze more To strengthen this concept That it should be so firmly fixed of the greatness of a tzaddik, of a human being over angels, and why, like we, like we started to explain already, because of our advantage of being in this low, low world of physicality, and from this far world, to still strengthen ourselves to do, to do actual activity, actual physical mitzvot with joy, and which includes going through all the ups and downs and turbulence of this world, and from this serving Hashem, this is our advantage point. Specifically this is what makes us greater than angels. So Rav Nosen now <clears throat> brings the final leg in going into this concept with much more detail. He says like this, Rav Nosen, For this reason, thus, or based on everything said until now, we can understand the teachings of our sages in the Yerushalmi, the Talmud Yerushalmi Shabbat, chapter 6, Halacha number 9, that's how the Yerushalmi works, of halachas, where it says like this, a famous teaching that even Rashi quotes in Parashat Balak, in the blessings of Bil'am, where he says like this, the, the Gemara, and Rashi brings this down, Atidin tzadikim mechitzatan lifnim mimalachi hasharet. Talmud Yerushalmi says, that in the future, in time to come, the tzadikim, their mechitza, their division, their section, which is divided from others, will be lifnim, in front of, before the angels of, of hosts. Asher, the, the serving angels of Hashem, the tzaddikim, their section, which has a mechitza divider separating after them, between them and the angels, will be in front of the angels. Sheneemar, and where do we learn that from? From what Bilam said, it says the verse reads. It just says, this is Parashat Balak, chapter twenty-three, verse twenty-three, twenty-three, twenty-three. It says, In Jacob, you won't find that they go towards sorcery, right? Israel in Israel, another type of sorcery, you won't find. Kaet, kaet means. Rashi says there will be such a time, right? Like now, if you want to say in the greatness of the Jewish people at the time in the desert that they just received the Torah, there will come a time, Kaet, Yamer, Leakov Israel, that it will be said to Jacob and to Israel, two levels of the mentalities of the Jewish people. Mapa'alkel, what has Hashem done? What is Hashem teaching and, and wanting to be done? That's Pa'al. So there Rashi brings down what Rav Nosen's quoting here. Right? That from here we see that the angels won't even know what Hashem is ordering and commanding, what He's teaching, because they won't hear directly. The Jewish people will be in front of the angels, like it says, The Jews will be, in a sense, seeing Hashem directly, with no intermediary, and receiving Torah directly from Hashem, and instruction what to do. So that even the angels won't have that. They'll have to ask. The angels will have to ask the Jews, Yaakov and Israel, what is, what is Hashem saying? What does Hashem want to be done? We want to know. Okay? 
So for no sense working on this this Talmud from the Yerushalmi. Okay? On these words. So the so the the, the Gmar in Yerushalmi was very precise in its wording. Rav Nosin points out, Mechitzatan Daika. They said specifically in the Talmud Yerushalmi that there's going to be a time that Sadiqim, their Mechitza, their division, their section which is divided. It doesn't say their plot, their Chelka, or another word in Hebrew. It used specifically the word Mechitza. Their Mechitza will be in front, in front of the angels. Specifically the word Mechitza. Why? Shehi Bechinat Keter. Because what is a Mechitza? It's a divider, a separator, which is the exact same faculty and power and and essence, if you want to say, of the Keter that we spoke about so many times already. This sphera called Keter, this wall, this prevention. It's like a mechitza. It's a divider. Shehi bechinat mechitza, like we just said, because the Keter is a divider. What, what like, well, in which way? Like we said, ki parus bein haneetzalim. Because the Keter is a divider spread out, separating between the Creator, and, so th- those created, sorry, the Etzalim, those who are created, that's us, the creation, between the one who created them, as we mentioned before already. So it's like a Mechitza Keter. Okay? And now that's the word, but that's what Mechitza stands for. So it's as if the Gemara reads, there's going to come at that time. When the tzaddikim, their keter, their ability to have to have a grasp of the mechitza of the keter, will be will bring them to be lifnimi malachayasharet. Will be the cause, the raison d'être that they are in front of the angels. Okay. And specifically through this, will the Jews perceive? Godly perceptions of Hashem, blessed be He, through this mechitza keter specifically. So, like Rav Nosson, like rewording the the Gemara, like we said, that there's going to come a time that the mechitza, the keter, the Jews will have, the tzaddikim will have a keter, which will cause them to be lifnim imalachei asharet. It is number one in front of the angels, and also it's the cause that they're in front of the angels. Also, that's Rav Nosson's reading the Gemara Yerushalmi. Okay. And it's through this specifically that they have this mechitza of the keter that they will be considered higher than the angels. Rav is going into this now with more detail. Like if you remember we quoted the, the Haftarah of Shabbat Hanukkah with Yeshua Kon Gadol. Hashem promised him, I'll give you mahalachim ben ha'omdim ha'ele. I'll give you movement, walking movement amongst those who are standing. Standing being the angels. Rav Nosan says here, angels are called standing. It's a known idea. Malachim em omdim. In other words, they don't have advancement from level to level. They're created at one level and it's at that level, period. They're called omdim. They can't go forward because they can't be pushed back. You hear that? They can't go forward because they don't have the, the, the ability to stand up to the tests of this world, which is being always bounced back like a ping pong. Back, forward, back, forward. Angels can't go through that. Humans can. That's why we're tzaddik. That's why we become tzaddikim. Okay? So the angels are called standing. They, can't, they, don't have, they don't know how to run and return. They don't know how to go back and forward. Mate vela mate, touching and not touching. Ratsov, vashov, going forwards, going backwards. They don't have that ability, the angels. They're called omdim. 
And because they're called Omdim, they can only stand. So look at the wording here, it's amazing. Because they're standing only, so they can't stand. Look at the wording of Nelson News. They can't stand in the tests and tribulations of this physical, corporeal, materialistic world, where it's tons of ping-pong, tons of ups and downs and going up and down, like we say in Breslev, one day a person's a malach, one day he's a galach, in Yiddish, one day he's like an angel, one day he's like a priest. In other words, we have such movements, we're not fixed, and because we're so sometimes fed up with ourselves, that we can't come close to Hashem, because we keep on falling into error, and falling, and falling, and going back, and a person in a way gets fed up with himself. The angels, they can't handle that. A, a human being has the ability to hold on, have patience and to keep on going until he eventually makes it on top of the mountain. But angels don't have that ability. Tzadikim, yes, that's what makes them tzadikim. And they, so, so because they're standing, they can't stand to the te- test. Because the way to stand up to the test of this world is you have to be able to have friction and movement. You have to be able to have movement in your to be able to to go up and fall and get back up and fall and go up and advance and fall. There's movement. So because there's movement, we can stand eventually in the test of this world. It's like standing on quicksand. You can't stand in quicksand. You have to be jumping up and jump up, up, right, left, right, left, and so, until you so you don't sink, right? That's this world. You can't just stand. If you stand in the quicksand, you sink. This world, Megusham, is like compared to quicksand. Remember, Chazal bring that analogy. That's why the angels do not merit to the concept of this Keter, because they can't have the up and backwards and forwards situations of running, of movement. Like we mentioned this already many times. Because they don't have that, so therefore, they can't perceive the perceptions of godliness of Hashem, blessed be He, like the tzaddikim can. Because tzaddikim, what makes it tzaddikim? If you think, when you see the Chafetz Chaim smiley face, oh, he was always a tzaddik, he was born like that, <laughs> you're wrong. When they show you the picture of the Chafetz Chaim smile on the cover of the books, the art scroll books, etc., so you get the impression, oh, he was always a tzaddik. But they don't show you what he went through in life to get to where he got to at the end of his life, where he's gray, all white, white bearded and gray, and he's still smiling. <laughs> you know, a tzaddik, what he went through to become a tzaddik, you think, oh, he was always like that. It's a, it's a, it's, it's just fun to be a tzaddik. You know, look at that. He has everything. Do you know what he went through? Do you know what tzaddik he went through to be to become where they went? They're not angels. They went higher than angels. Why they higher? Because they had always ups and downs. Rabbi Nachman said clearly. No tzaddik was born a tzaddik. And if you think he was born a tzaddik, yeah, because he's a Enikul, he's a grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, and his father was a tzaddik, and his grandfather was a tzaddik. So automatically, a tzaddik, you're wrong. He may be born into a family tzaddikim, but doesn't mean he doesn't have to work hard. <laughs> he's got to work. Everybody's got to work. No pain, no gain. You got to work. That's how the tzaddikim made it to become tzaddikim, because they worked hard, period. They didn't give up like us. They kept on going after every fall. They had falls. They had setbacks. You think they didn't have a setback? You're wrong. They had tons of setbacks. Look at Rabbi Nachman himself in, in Rabbi Nachman's wisdom, Shivche Haran, the first part of his praises. Look what the challenges, temptations Rabbi Nachman said about himself with eating and sexual temptations and, and monetary issues and all the things and setbacks and serving Hashem. Look, look what he went through. And all Sadiqim went through similar tests and they stood up. They, they, could have, they may have fallen. I mean, that's not our business what they did. But did they tell us that they had setbacks? 
They tell us, each one according to his level. They fell down to do sometimes bad things, but they got back up. Right? The Gemara says, if you see a Talmud Chacham doing a sin, uh, you, can, you can assume the next day that he is totally forgiven. Because by nighttime, he already did vidui, he did confession, and he already was broken and regretted what he did, so he's forgiven already. So, he, so don't assume, ah, he's a sinner and he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a constant sinner. Don't assume that. You can, know, you can rest assured that he did tshuva on that and he's, a, he's born again, he's fresh. Bezat Hashem. Okay, going back. So now, why? Okay, what does this have to do with that? So they didn't stand up to the tests. So why, why is perception of God, the, the God dependent on that? This Rav Nosen now goes into. Because they can't, if, you, if you, the tzaddikim, who keep on going up and down and having setbacks, I mean, pushed back by the keter, the mechitza, this wall, pushing it back, trying to go forward, being pushed back. What that does is that it builds strong kelim. It brings, it builds in the, in the tzaddikim a strong vessel to then eventually receive within it light. The angels who don't have these vessels built like the tzaddikim do by having the setbacks in this world of the keter, due to the keter, so that the angels, they cannot receive the intensity of the light of godliness. Rav Nosen's wording is very precise here. Watch. Because they can re- the angels can receive now the intensity of the light because they don't have vessels and dividers. You see, a mechitza is like a vessel. A, a, a vessel separates from A to B, from what's within the vessel and from what's out, 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 without. And depending how strong is the intensity of the item inside, so you need a stronger, you need a strong vessel also. Sometimes the vessel has to be even stronger in a sense of what's contained within it. Strong like to stand up to pressure and fight and if you throw it on the floor it won't crash on a spiritual level also. A vessel has to be strong, super, like a heavy duty. There's a good word in English, I forgot. You know, heavy duty and strong and duper. What's the word? There's a word in English that expresses how it has to be durable. That's the word. It has to be very durable and strong, the keli. So now, the angels don't have that. Because they don't, they don't have these vessels, the durability of these walls, these separations, and their mind... Because that's where these kelim are, by the way. When you're when you're trying to serve Hashem, and you have tons of setbacks due to the ket, they're pushing it back. What the tzaddikim are going through, right? So that builds in them mechitzot and kelim in their mind. To and, and what does it do? Le'akev. Rav Nosson's words is is so amazing. Le'akev ha'hasaga etzlam to to detain, to delay the perception of godliness inside of them. Because perception of godliness is like a light, if you don't grab it strongly, to grasp it by you, to keep it with you, it just flies back up. So a tzaddik, who's gone through so much in life, so many challenges, and he's still holding on, so he has in his mind very a strong vessel built, and a mechitza, so that when Hashem shines into his mind godly light, it's like just like a, a high, or to take a trip for a spiritual high, and that's it, and then it goes away. The tzaddik is able to receive this light and keep it with him to grasp it. Lakev oto etzlo. He's able to d- d- detain it and to keep it stuck with him, so it doesn't go back up. You hear that? That's unbelievable. 
The angels don't have that. He's going to go into this even more now, Rav Nosim. Okay? They don't have it. Now this is why Nikraim Srafim. The angels, another term for angels is Srafim, which means to be burnt out. Srefa, a fire, inferno. Nisrof. They're called Srafim. Why? Because they're just burnt up and inflamed from the intensity of the light of the perception that they have. The angels have a high perception, but they can't handle it. They're burnt because of it. They're burning. They're inflamed. So they can't do that much with it. Even though they're angels and they're a high perception of godliness, that's how they're created, but they're inflamed. And inflamed doesn't allow them to develop with it. And it's not there to develop, it's to stay at one level, but they're inflamed in it. What's better? To stay at one level your whole life, but inflamed? Or to advance? And advance costs you that the times when you're inflamed and the times you're not. Obviously, since the goal of, of life is to come closer to Hashem, come closer. Lachzorbi tshuva. Tshuva is movement. Hashem wants you to come closer. He wants you to perceive it more. So obviously Hashem wants a second option. That you have times when you have no sreifa, no fire, and you're willing to go through that in order to have setbacks, in order to reach a higher level. As opposed to a guy who says, no, I want to stay at a low level, but let me be infl- inflamed. I want to have this fire. <laughs> come on. You want to be at a fixed level. You're not going to advance. You're in fire with it. But Hashem wants you to come closer. Hashem wants you to come closer. That's the goal. And anyway, as a human being, you're built that you need hitchatshut, renewal and advancement. It can't be the same. Okay? So this is the difference between a man and an angel. And he says, why they, and Rav Losan explained, and why the angels on fire? Why are they burning of intensity, right? Because they have... Because they don't have these divisions, these walls, these separations in order to detain and keep grasped by them, like states to stay imprisoned by them, if you want, this light. They can't keep it by them. All this, because the angels are not like us. They don't have actual mitzvah. They don't have tefillin. They don't have tzitzit. They don't have kratchma. They don't have yom kippur. They don't have all the mitzvah that we have in the Torah, which allow us to connect from this low world, from the upside downness and the ping pong of this world, to connect to Hashem, as we mentioned above. Nevrosin says in square brackets that this concept is mentioned elsewhere in Breast of Teachings. He says, <laughs> See also the lesson in the Kutim 1, part 2, lesson number 7, which is called Vahimiketz, Kimrachamin Agem, second section, Tinyana of the Kutim 1. This exact Gemara, Rabbi Nachman quotes himself. They're also in section 10 of lesson 7 there in the Kutimran. Rabbi Nachman also explains this Gemara from the Talmud Yerushalmi of how in, in time to come the Tzadikim, their Mechitza will be before in, in front of the angels. And where he explains there, He says that the Mechitza corresponds to what's called a Makif. A Makif is something which is a higher level of perception. And Rabbi Nachman equates Makif 
like a crown, because the crown is makif, it encircles the head. It's on top of the head, but it's encircled like a hakafa. So in a sense, it's like something which is above your level, because that's what the keter actually is doing. The keter is separating from that, you from that which is above your level. The way it separates it is by pushing you back. But eventually, if you accept it properly, this keter becomes internalized, and it's the key for you to in- internalize the higher level, what's beyond you. So there, Rabbi Nachman also explains this idea in a different combination, but, but the idea is mentioned there. Of the, and Rav Nos, that's why Rav Nosson's quoting it here. So it's like the idea of the Keter. And also Rav Nosson says, Also see elsewhere, where Rav Nosson himself developed this beautifully, you can take a look, in another halacha, in the Kutah Halachot, in the section Choshem Mishpat, in Chot Nizke Shechenim, the, the damages of neighbors, the laws of, 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 you know, when neighbors are building property one to each other, what's considered damaging to the other neighbor? Okay, that discourse is based on the Kutimran lesson 66, Halacha Gimel. Discourse number three, section eight, towards the end, Rav Nosset also goes into this idea of the tzaddikim being above the angels, specifically because of the miniot, the obstacles, that's the word he uses there a lot. The miniot and obstacles and coming close to Hashem, which is what allows the tzaddik to go above an angel's point. The bottom line of all this is this: the, the setup of this world is beautiful. You shouldn't be down and sad of the concealment that we're in Galut and everything, and the exile, and there's no Beit HaMikdash, and the world is upside down. It's specifically because the world is upside down, and from this crazy, topsy-turvy world, we're trying to connect to Hashem. This is the secret to our success of eventually becoming who we will become, Tzadikim Bezat Hashem, in front of the level of the angel Bezat Hashem.